This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stafford and Cooper Cup. They got it done for the go-ahead touchdown. Well, that was depressing. That was a bummer. Oh, it it hurt my heart. I know. Hurt my heart a lot. Ah. Second place is so still, many opportunities. Second place is still very good. There's nothing yeah. to be ashamed oh, God. of. No, no, no. no. And it very has proud. been a fun season. Yeah. yeah. When's the last time we could say that? Hopefully the first of many Super Bowl appearances. <laughs> All the way into February. Yep. Yep. So lots to be grateful for. It's wild season, man. Great story. And yeah, we're really excited about next season. I mean, you know, one of the one of the things too that we gotta think about is, you know, with Joe Burrow, like everybody wants to come to Cincinnati now and work here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Including some very talented offensive linemen, so <laughs> well, we'll just see what happens, right? Yeah. We'll see what Between happens now and there. next season. I hope his knee's okay. I'm a little concerned about that. Oh, I know. Oh, God. When he Saw went that. down and the look, oh, the look on his face, yeah, I he was, was in like, pain. oh, I know. scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Ugh. So, gratitude. <sighs> yes, very much so. Attitude of gratitude. Absolutely. Right? And happy Valentine's Day. And happy Mother's Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. <laughs> And, we probably uh, should send some love letters to the team because they're probably feeling a little bummed this yeah. Valentine's Day. Has anyone heard from Fritch? No, I have not. That would be a no. I have not. I yeah. did before the game. Same. But not after. Very quiet on the L.A. front this morning. Yeah, understandably. That said, boy, am I glad I didn't spend that kind of money to go there for that. <laughs> you know what, though? I was seeing where people were getting tickets at face value yesterday. Oh, shit. Don't tell her. Don't, yeah. don't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot repeat that when she comes home. Do you understand? We'll not, to, we'll not discuss it once when no. she gets back. <laughs> get, it, get it out of your system now. It's Valentine's Day. Today we celebrate St. Valentine. Is it Valentine's Day? Happy Valentine's Day! What are you getting me for Valentine's Day? A dozen red roses and a box of fine Belgian chocolates. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Love is in the air. And I have so much love to give. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's cute. It's showtime. Yeah. Still love you, bangers. <laughs> Our love remains strong. Absolutely. And appreciation and gratitude and all that business. Yeah. Pride. Sure. Uh, also, the latest Spider-Man movie. A lot of people saying it should have gotten an Oscar nomination for Best Picture. Uh, one director making the case. Toby McGuire hitting the clubs with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, how'd you like to have Leonardo DiCaprio as a wingman? I would think that you're, you would have a really easy go. Guaranteed success, right? One would think, yeah. yes. Get to both those stories here in a minute. But first, let's begin the Sour Z News with Kanye. Kanye had a rough, rough weekend. Uh, social media meltdown, squarely aimed at Pete Davidson. Uh-oh. So this happened on Instagram. Here are some of the things that he did. A screen cap of Pete and Machine Gun Kelly acting foolish in their underwear with the caption, No, you will never meet my children. Picture of Pete and Ariana Grande together, along with the rumor that Pete sent explicit photos of himself with Ariana to her ex, Mac Miller. That was never confirmed. That doesn't sound like Pete. Mm-mm. Doesn't sound like his Something style. he would do. A shot of Pete's Hillary Clinton tattoo with the caption, there are a group of people who run media and the election. Thank God for free speech. A mock-up of the Marvel characters, Venom and Carnage squaring off, but with Kanye as Venom and Pete as Carnage. A shot of Pete from the neck down and Kanye calling him a D-head in the caption. He also said Kid Cudi will not be on his album, Don to Two, because he's friends with Pete. Kid's not worried about that too much, though. He called Kanye, quote, an effing dinosaur, adding, everyone knows I've been the best thing that, about your album since I met you. I'm a pray for you, brother. Boy, Kanye spent a lot of time on this this week. A lot of time. Gee. Yeah. He also posted pics to prove that all of this was real and he wasn't hacked. Most of his posts were removed by the end of the night, though. Mm. But he also made a little bit more of a direct threat in a new song called City of Gods that Alicia Keys is on. He said, this afternoon, 100 goons pulling up to SNL. When I pull up, it's dead on arrival. This afternoon, 100 goons pulling up to SNL. When I pull up, it's dead on arrival. They act like they love you. They don't even like you. Any reaction from Pete? Uh, no, he di- uh, didn't seem too phased by it. He took Kim out to dinner Saturday night in Brooklyn as if nothing huh. was going on. So Life he goes doesn't on. seem to be. Yeah. It's Valentine's Day. Uh, uh, oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. It's, gets my heart every year. I, I read the most touching story this year about how two Gen Z's are celebrating together. Well, not together because uh, they're afraid to go out with the virus. But, um, <laughs> but they send beautiful cards. Well, not cards. Uh, one texted a heart emoji and the other one texted back same. So it's a beautiful story. <laughs> but here's something I don't understand. 43%, I read this in a survey of singles now, say that we should expand Valentine's Day to include the concept of self-love. Does everything have to come around to be the opposite of what it is? <laughs> Nothing more romantic than a candlelight dinner over the sink. Thank you, Bill Maher. 641, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. 
Uh, clouds are supposed to break up at some point later in the day. Maybe see some sunshine and a high of 34. Uh, it was awfully chilly this morning. Woke up to 12 degrees, now up to 15 <laughs> at Q102. It did look, the weather did look nice in Los Angeles. Sure it looked did. very sunshiny and warm with palm trees. Yes, and- but it is kind of funny watching all of our local anchors and reporters out there because nine out of ten of them are sunburned. <laughs> you notice that? I did not notice that. Yeah, they all look like beet red and sweaty. <laughs> they forget did they forget to put their their lotion on, their God sunscreen on before yeah. they were standing outside. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. That's how I'm gonna be, I think, all day today. Just every once in a while I'm gonna remember that we lost and I'm gonna go, hmm. Yep. It's a bummer. Right. Today would have been so much more fun if we would have won. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you imagine? It would have been nuts. Yeah. Someday. It'll happen. Right. So the relationship between Mike Myers and Dana Carvey had been strained for years. It all started when Mike wrote the script for the first Wayne's World movie, basically ignoring Dana's ideas and relegated his character, Garth, to more of a supporting role. Then when Mike made Austin Powers, he kind of borrowed Dana's impersonation of their SNL boss, Lorne Michaels, for Dr. Evil. Wow. But last year, they resurrected their Wayne's World characters for a Super Bowl commercial, and they have been good friends ever since. Dana says, we've become very, very close friends. The only good thing about getting old is you just sort of get a little more wisdom, you get a little more perspective, and you practice forgiveness for others and for yourself. Yeah. I see that. I could see that. That's great. Letting things go. You gotta let it go. Let it go. Life is heavy enough, right? Right. It'll eat you away. It'll eat you alive. Yes. So, you're Tobey Maguire. Mm hmm. You're in Spider Man No Way Home, which is like one of the biggest movies of all time. Yes. And you've got Leonardo DiCaprio as your wingman. Oh, good Lord. And you go out and hit the clubs with Leonardo. You are going to hook up, right? You would think so. And I will tell you this about Toby because I have seen, I have sat right next to Toby for through six days. I've spent six days sitting within three feet you of were Toby sitting crisscross applesauce next Chris to him, taking cross deep breaths of sauce, oil yes. infused air, and all, hum, humming and writing down journal notes. Yes, all kinds of wonderful, deep, beautiful things. So, for people who don't know the story, Jen went to one of those like you know hoity-toity celebrity wellness retreats well, that's in California. Not necessarily an accurate description. And but- Toby <laughs> McGuire. <laughs> Was there too? Was there, I, and I went two separate times to, to to the same place, and he was there both times. Right, and I sat very, very close to him. It's it's kind of a really you don't expect because I would say there were maybe fifty people at the whole thing, right? And I walk into it, and it's it's in an old church, and walk in, and you turn to the right, and there sits Spider Man. It's it's just so unexpected. It's, it, it's yeah, just it's not the kind of thing you, you see every day. And it's just really strange to see that caliber of a celebrity right there in the middle of everything. And everybody's just treating him like he's, you know, an average showboat, which was refreshing. But he has be- his blue eyes. Beautiful. 
and amazing thighs. I will say that about Toby McGuire. You did talk about like, that for a while. A guy like that could be a movie star. He could be a movie star. And I I really struggle to imagine how he had any trouble at all picking up chicks. Right. Because, I mean, if he turned his attention to you, you would have been like, let's go. Let's go. We obviously already had something in common being at that same event. Right. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't have turned that down, right? Probably not, Jeff. Probably not. Okay. So take Toby. Yeah. And his, in his glory. Yes. And everything he's got going for him. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and he puts on a nice jacket, maybe hits the clubs. He's out there with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep. Yep. And they hit a Hollywood club Tuesday night. Toby came up empty. That's unbelievable. What did he do? Sources say <laughs> they came to the club together for a boys' night out. Uh-huh. Uh, it was very clear that Toby was on the prowl. Huh. And Leo was kind of playing the role as his wingman. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. Leo was, like, introducing Toby to all these different women, including these three different blondes. And even with Leo's help, Toby just... He, did not land a girl. None of them seemed interested in him. Sloppy drunk or something. I don't know. I don't know. No, none of them seemed interested when introduced. And I don't know. Sometimes when you got Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio as a wingman, that can backfire because they're all like, hello, Leo. Right. That's true. That's true. You need to be know. the best looking, sexiest one in the bunch. Yeah. You know, decent looking wingman. Yeah. You don't want him out. With a great you. personality. Yeah, they left after less than two <laughs> hours because it was clear they were having no, no luck, luck there. Yeah. Wow. Right. But you remember back in the day, like, uh, Leo and Toby were part of a crew that, you know, they had kind of a nickname for this crew of guys that used to hang out I remember out they did have a nickname, but I don't remember what it was. Well, it rhymes with wussy posse. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but it used to be those two, Lucas Haas, Kevin Connolly, David Blaine. They all used to hang out together. Used to have a good time, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure that was a party. Yeah, the pea posse. <laughs> there you go. Well, we mentioned Spider-Man, and Toby was just in the latest Spider-Man movie. And one of the biggest complaints that we regular people have about the Oscars is that we don't know what any of these movies that are being nominated are. We don't see them. Yeah, saw a couple of them, but... Most of them not. No. Yeah. Because they're not the popular movies necessarily. So Kevin Smith thinks that Spider-Man No Way Home should be in the mix for Best Picture. And he makes a really strong case for it. On his podcast, he said they got 10 slots. They can't give one to the biggest movie of the last three years. They got 10 slots. They can't give one to the biggest movie of like the last three years. They're like, why won't anyone watch this show? make a populist choice man like you got how many slots throw in spider-man for god's sakes he's let him swing in there yeah why I think, not i think there's a balance you know because there's a lot of really good material out there that people do ignore that if they just you know took the chance and they get ignored because they don't have the marketing budget you know a lot of these are low budget independent films that don't have the kind of marketing dollars that these superhero movies do and, you know, every once in a while, like, oh, my God, I saw this great movie. You, you got to see it didn't get it didn't do well at the box office. It was really good. And uh-huh. then you're like, oh, how did we not know about this movie? And a lot of the times that's why. So they try to draw attention to them. And, you know, and some are crap. But 
I'm with him in the sense that, look, these are popular for a reason. Well, wasn't that the whole reason for expanding the field to 10 is because they were going because it used to just be what four or five, six movies that were up for best picture. They expanded it to 10 so they could make room for the big box office hits. Also, how many movies actually came out last year? Weren't there only 10? <laughs> it feels like it. <laughs> it feels like there? it. Yeah, but so many of them were streaming, and I wonder if yeah. that's what's muting our awareness of a lot of these movies because they know, weren't just, in theaters. You're just throwing them up on the stream, throwing yeah. them all yeah. over the place. See, you just don't really know what's coming out when Not and where it's going to be. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's supposed to be a blockbuster movie. I thought it was just one of the many crappy movies they threw on Netflix this week. Right? Month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. All right, so here it is. We are, we are. It's Valentine's Day. It's a day of love. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. So before you pick out a love song to play for your special person, some of these really popular ones, I think, are being misunderstood. So maybe (laughs) we need to explain. Like, The One I Love by R.E.M. You would think that would be a wonderful love song, right? No. A little whiny, but okay. Yeah, R.E.M. Not anything I'm going to play for my loved ones. So here it doesn't strike a romantic chord no, in you. Not at no. all. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think any of us are big REM no, fans we're not. to begin with. But there's a line in the song that says, A simple prop to occupy my time should tip you off that this isn't exactly a functional relationship. Michael Stipe once said, It's probably better than they think it's a love song at this point, even though it clearly isn't. Every breath you take, the police. Sting says it's about a quote, jealousy and surveillance and ownership. Oh yeah. Couple once told him it was their wedding song, and he replied, "Well, good luck." I know. No, my <laughs> girlfriend at the time loved that song. She thought that was the most beautiful romantic song ever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it doesn't strike you as creepy at all, huh? <laughs> Not even a little bit. Fun. How about "Marry You" by Bruno Mars? Oh, now see, on the surface, that seems like a really sweet song. They're drunk. And, quote, looking for something dumb to do. Oh, boy. And Bruno tells her, quote, if we wake up and you want to break up, that's cool. No. Right? Okay. Oh, Crash Into Me, Dave Matthews Band. Oh, I know so many people who love that song. Well, the dude is peeping at the woman through a window. (laughs) Dave says, quote, he's the kind of person you'd call the police on. Oh. Never mind. Did you guys know Can't Feel My Face, The weekend is about cocaine? I think I've heard that at some <laughs> point, but... Yeah. Not about a woman, it's about cocaine. Happy Valentine's Day. I know, right? Jeez. <laughs> and the one that... How about All I, I Want to Do is Make Love to You by Heart? Oh, I mean, that's a great song from the 80s. Yeah, a whole it, it, the whole song, though, is about a woman picking up a guy on the side of the road, uses him to get pregnant, then tells him, the, you know... See you later. And Wilson calls it, quote, kind of an empty, weird, sort of hateful story. Remember, she picks up the guy because the man that she's with couldn't have babies and she wanted to have babies. So she just picks this guy up. It's a Christmas miracle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that changes. I know. I know. All right. Well, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yep. Uh, Uh, (laughs) We're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with some Skyline, baby. Hang on. Valentine's Day, anybody? Anybody love Valentine's Day? 
Who here hates Valentine's Day? Yes! Yes! These are my people! Yes! I hate that. If Cupid were here, I'd rip off his wings and punch him in the diaper. Let's go. Yeah. Let me tell you why I hate Valentine's Day. Because a few years ago, on Valentine's night, I thought I would have a nice romantic evening in with a lady. But little did I know that that same night, her ex-boyfriend thought he would try to win her heart back. And being the sweet, romantic guy that he is, he thought the best way to do this would be to get all coked up. And then jump through a window and try to murder me. <laughs> Don't woo that. <laughs> I know you fellas are thinking, like, why didn't I think of it? I know. There's always next year. Because you know what? It works. They're still together. It's great. Uh, don't feel sorry for me, though, because, you know, I got a cash settlement out of the deal. And I'll tell you this right now. Getting stabbed actually pays better than comedy. So. Q102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, it's Becky. Hey, Becky, your caller 20. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Good to have you. Good to have you. Awesome. Well, welcome to the Faker for Real party. Here are your three headlines. You pick the real one. You're going to Skyline. How's that sound for fun? That sounds great. All right. <laughs> So is it A, two brothers get drunk and start throwing knives at each other after one eats the last Pop-Tart? Is it B, cousins get into naked wrestling match over whose turn it was to take a shower? Or C, two sisters got into a drunken half-naked brawl at Disney World? <laughs> um, I'm going to say B. No, it's not B, darn it anyway. Pop-Tart? Pop-Tart? No, it's C. <laughs> you remembered. <laughs> Well, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. When you take your family to Disney World, you expect to make memories, right? Mm-hmm. Two sisters who are both adults, however, recently got into a drunken brawl in a section of Disney World called Disney Springs, where a lot of the shops and restaurants are. Now, one of the sisters is 29, the other is 31. They're both from New Jersey, and they were having dinner with their family. They went to an Irish pub for drinks and I guess had a few too many. They were trying to get home around midnight, but their phone died. Mm. So a security guard called them an Uber. But uh, when the Uber pulled up and saw how drunk they were, he's like, uh, no. <laughs> I think I'll No pass. way. <laughs> and that's when the two sisters kind of turned on each other for mm. some reason. Uh, the older one called the younger one a bad mom and slapped her. Mm. And then the other threw a punch, and then they just went to blows. And at some point, the younger sister puked on the ground. Oh, jeez. You know, when you're on the verge of puking, getting into a fist fight is it's probably not, not the best thing for your No. Stomach. Security tried to separate them, but they got free, charged at each other again, but this time slipped in the puke and fell into some bushes. This all happened outside the Cirque du Soleil tent, by the way. The younger sister then took her dress off, we're guessing because it was covered in puke. Puke. Yeah, I don't like wearing clothes covered in puke. So all she had on were her underwear and sandals, no bra, and they continued to fight. Uh, They got arrested for battery and domestic violence, but the DA decided not to pursue the case because it's humiliating enough. Sure. And uh, everybody knows who they are, so the charges were ultimately dropped. Did your two sisters fight with each other a lot? Not really. No. Not not like that. Not like that. No.
No, I mean they 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 say pointed things to each other on mm-hmm. occasion. You know, they we all have each other's buttons and we all like to sure. press them. But no, not like that. I don't think I've ever seen a fist or any kind of physical altercation between my sisters ever. Ever. Yeah. That's good. Except for maybe when we were little. That's what I'm talking about. Stuff. Did they fight? Did they oh, fight maybe when you some were hair pulling or something? Yeah. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> and you were just sitting on the sidelines telling them to stop. Are you Are you going to let gonna... her do that? <laughs> You're not going to let that go, are you? <laughs> this is the 15th play of the drive. Second to goal. Pass. Cup. Touchdown. Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. They got it done for the go-ahead touchdown. Yeah, that was it. We knew it was happening when it happened. There was no question. And then when it didn't, it just, uh, that's it. That's the game. Not, no. Not today. Nope. Not this time. Yeah. So Next our time. Bengals fall 23-20 to 20 against the Rams in Los Angeles last night. <sighs> yep. Fought it out to the end. I mean, it's sure not like did. it was a blowout or anything. That's it wasn't true. a devastating, I mean, it wasn't a devastating loss because they played well. Yeah, and everybody, like, outside of the market, you know, I'm to go on and I'm in touch with friends and monitoring social media from outside of the area. And everybody was like, wow, that was a great game. Yeah. Just in terms of fan excitement. That was, sure. Yeah. Came down to the last mm-hmm. minute. Wasn't like a boring blowout. Right. Although I would have taken a boring blowout yesterday. Would have loved that. It was us <laughs> blowing them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Love the Super Bowl halftime show. I really enjoyed that because Same. most of the songs are, I mean, this is music that I've been playing on the radio here for the past 30 Wild. years now. Yeah. 20. And a lot of these artists 30. have just, you know, really matured over the years. And everybody had all these predictions like, you know, is Snoop going to, you know, fire up a blunt on stage? And <laughs> how much cussing is there going to be? And there really wasn't any of that. Was yeah. uh, was. In our pile of stuff this morning, do we have the most Googled thing during the Super Bowl? Because it probably is, how old is Snoop Dogg? <laughs> <laughs> like four people Googled that at our party we were at. Oh, really? How well, old is Snoop Dogg? I think he's 50. Wasn't oh, he, wasn't, he wasn't. I think old. he's older than that, That's isn't what we he? Thought. That's what we thought. But no? I I don't know how old I don't Snoop even know Dogg either. Is. All of them. I kind of figured all of them Dre are in, in their mid-50s. He was 56, I think. Dre's yeah. 56? Yep, Dr. Dre. Yeah, Snoop, 50. Snoop Dogg. How old's Eminem? Yeah, it, it was He's weird. He's a little like, younger, isn't he? I mean, when I think of Eminem, you know, I think 49. of that, like, bleached hair, <laughs> baby face. That's crazy. Now he's all dark and bearded. Oh, that was great. That was I still love that song. Yeah. Fitting. <laughs> yeah. That was a surprise. I know. He's also put on some weight. I noticed yeah. that. I'm like, that's got to hurt hanging upside, upside down, down like, like that, that, you know? Mary J. Kendrick. 
this was cool. And then uh, Dre featuring Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I I don't think was there one bleep throughout that whole thing. I don't think there was. I, I noticed. No, I didn't where notice they had any. to like mute the audio or, or dump something because of a cuss word. I yeah. don't think that happened. And isn't that crazy? Is it just because they're all old and mature now, and they just? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. I mean, they just seemed like you know they were trying to you know respect the fact that it's a. Yeah. Family show to some degree. Sure. Well, they've all got grandkids now, so. That's a fact. <laughs> that is an absolute fact. I'm sure they did because they all, they all had kids really young, didn't they? Well, and I'm kind of feeling like an old guy watching the halftime show. Not because I don't get the music, but because I, I, these are all songs that we played over the last 30 right. years. This was like a trip down memory lane for me. Yeah. 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 That was great, though. I enjoyed that. It was fun. Yeah. I didn't get that weird setup though, like the set. Why they had the little hot? Yeah, were those supposed to be little living rooms, houses? Well, the the I don't know if you guys saw, but on the beginning of it, it was like a map. They showed a map of L.A. Oh, okay. and then on the the field, what they where all the people were sort of dancing. That was a, a nighttime shot of of a city streets. Oh, okay. So the houses were, I still don't on necessarily the understand the house thing, but they were just sitting on the street there. Okay. It was an interesting choice because I always felt like the one side wasn't getting, they were just facing the one side. Yeah, it's like we're either doing this side of the stadium or the other. It's like, yeah, isn't there a way to to build a stage in the middle it in the round? cool, though. Everyone was asking me, we were at Chris's brother's house, hey, is Dr. Dre really using that soundboard? <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't know, maybe. If he if he if he's not, he's sure looking like he's pretending real good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a little theater of the mind there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Al Michaels did a little uh, shout, a little Jeff and Jen shout out. I don't know if you caught that. Huh? Yeah, in reference to the Jeff and Jen morning show, talking about you and me, Jen. Match made and having the two. Get together every morning at 6 o'clock, go over a ton of stuff. That's right. That's <laughs> what we do here. True. Thanks, Al. <laughs> Q102, good morning. Hey, Jeff. Hi. You know why they had the house? The house was for Dre is in the house. Snoop is in the house. Yeah. Enemy's in the house. That's oh. why they had the house. Oh. Are you in the house? <laughs> no, I'm at work. Oh. <laughs> I wish I was in the house. I got you. So, but great game, wasn't it, though? Great yeah, game. It was. It was. Uh, yeah. Would have Kudos loved a different outcome, but what are you going to do? Definitely. That's yeah. right. They're still winners. First of many appearances, mm. right? Absolutely. You guys are great. Have a great day. Hey, we love thanks you. Thanks you so much. Have a good one. Uh-huh. Bye. I looked it up. Uh, it says halftime show uh, started with the map of Compton. And then the buildings represented different spots, so uh, local spots that they used to do. So oh, they used to hang out. There's at, the like. L.A. County Courthouse, which was there, replica <laughs> they of. They hung out at the courthouse. Uh, those were the that days. Yeah. <laughs> Tam's Burger, which is like a L.A. staple. Snoop Dogg performed on top of that one. It was a replica of the burger spot. Um, so that's kind of what some of those were. Cool. Huh. Yeah, there were a lot of firsts. Last night, like um, like the L.A. Rams lost the coin toss before the game and then won 
Which is notable because the loser of the opening coin toss has now won the last eight Super Bowls. They pointed that out. I don't know if it was on CBS Sunday Morning or in many in one of the many hours of pre-game coverage. Yeah. yeah, they said, "Oh, the person who you know the the loser goes on to win the game, or at least that had happened right. the last seven years." So then, when we lost it, or no, we did we win it or did we lose it? We won we, the toss. We won the toss. Yeah, I was like, mm. <laughs> no. Uh, the L.A. win also means that Rams coach Sean McVay is the youngest coach to ever win a Super Bowl. He's 36 years and 20 days old, while our Cincinnati Bengals coach Zach Taylor is the second youngest coach in the NFL at age 38. This is the first time the two youngest coaches in the league have faced off in the Super Bowl. Hmm. Hmm. That was pretty cool when you think about it. Yeah. I mean, what the and, – and It's the new generation. Yeah. And it's the first time two quarterbacks with losing regular season records met in the Super Bowl. Matt Stafford, let's see, 86, 95, and 1 in his career, and Joe Burrow of the Bengals is 12 and 13 and 1. In fact, uh, Stafford set a new record for having the most regular season losses by starting quarterback before winning his first Super Bowl. I mean, if we're going to lose to somebody, I mean, you take a look at that Rams team, that Stafford. He's a stand-up guy, and he's paid his dues in the league. And it's, you know, if you want to look at it, it's nice for him to get around. And Andrew Whitworth, too. I'm happy that for Andrew is Whitworth. Yeah, super that's sweet. Yeah. He's had a great year. He got the Walter Payton Award, sure and did. he's probably going to retire now. And he's, you know. He's got the ring. He's got the ring. So yeah. you've got to be happy for him and they his family. They had him on the Today Show this morning. He was mm-hmm. the first guest yeah. on the Today Show this morning. Pretty cool to see him. Yeah. In that. Mm-hmm. We can find things to appreciate in the loss. I know. I know. <laughs> I still want to pout, but you know. No, but I, I really do feel that way. Like I, I'm optimistic that this is the first of many Super Bowl yeah. appearances. And yeah. you know, I really for the first time ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I, I, I do feel like because it had been you know, we've been here a long time. Yeah. And long before Jeff and Jen came along, uh-huh. the Bengals were still winless. Yeah. So. For more than a decade. For the first time in my life, I feel like a Super Bowl win could happen in our lifetime. Well, you think about, I mean, there are people who have lived here their entire lives and have never had a. <laughs> right. You know, people in their 20s. Yeah, like they ne- they never no. <laughs> had a really good run, so it's exciting and and it has been, I mean, so much fun, especially the last two weeks. All the creativity, all the different things happening around town. The, yeah, the, the music that people have been sending us, the songs they've created, the different fun menu items at restaurants, just the way the city is pulled together, the sense of community after two years of kind of. Uh, Will this ever end? You know, kind of like light at the end of the tunnel. The Bengals were part of that. I don't know. And people are saying, you know, who day to strangers all over the place. Yes. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. cool, And there have been people that have been making a small fortune on merchandise. I will tell you this. That guy at the Mitchell Kroger, man, he has been raking it in. I had to swing by Cincy shirts the other day and they were packed and just bringing in box after box of new stuff and... It's cool. A lot of people wearing Bengals gear around this town. It's good to see. It is. It's great to see. With a guy like Joe Burrow. 
Yep. There are a lot of very talented offensive linemen that want to come to Cincinnati now. <laughs> That's true. And then there's Gronkowski that wants to come to. <laughs> I know. What do you think? Wouldn't that sure, be something? Oh, my God. I like him. I mean, how many how many years does he have left in him? I that mean, he's already retired ones. Yep. And it's Valentine's Day. It is. Let's have a little love in our hearts today, a little extra. I'm okay with Valentine's Are Day. Are you guys doing anything for Valentine's Day at all? Well, we had plans to do dinner Saturday night, but that was before the shower was scheduled. So we just added Emma and her fiancé to our Valentine dinner Saturday night. Mm. So that okay. was great. And then um, I, I might have left a little something on the kitchen counter this morning. Yeah. What did, you, what, did you, what did you, what did you, what, what? Uh, maybe a sexy bottle of wine that we could pop open later a sexy bottle of wine yeah what makes wine sexy well it's one that we've always wanted to try like, okay we, we like this winemaker because uh we visited the winery when we were in italy okay and there's this high-end bottle we've always wanted to try but just whenever we see it at a restaurant it's like way out of our budget yeah well i i found it at uh party source oh wow retail okay so it was actually kind of within reach <laughs> and and i have it with some other wines from that place so i just thought it'd be fun if we had like a little romantic wine taste oh there you go you know, now what is we the... have these chocolates and stuff too these dark uh-huh. chocolates it's a nice nice little nice mixing little it up there, there. Yeah. now what is the markup in a restaurant like what did you pay a, a quarter of what it would have cost you in a restaurant it's or? usually uh, especially at like a place like jeff ruby's it can be up to three times what you'd pay retail yeah wow yeah but you know they also i mean they're they're not just paying their employees you know they're setting them setting them up with benefits and medical and, sure so you're going to pay a little more at any restaurant but right. yeah Every now and then, if you can find it on a shelf, save Buy yourself it. the dough. Even some of these places, too, they'll let you bring in a bottle of wine. Every place is different, but for like a small corkage fee, you can mm-hmm. bring your own. What's yeah. the name of the one that you got? It's a, a Gaia Ka, Karma, Karma Kanda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does sound sexy. Yeah. <laughs> but what I like about the label is it's red. Yeah, so, um, so it's kind of Valentine. A little bit of a Valentine, sure. tiny. Theme? Feel to it. I don't know. Nice. nice. I like. We like to acknowledge it without making that big a deal. I understand. That makes sense. Sure. We got John Matarese, I yep. think. John. Hey, John. Morning. Good morning. Oh, How are you? What a, what a long night. I tell you, what a late night and a lot of people. I think a lot of guys are waking up in the Cincinnati area this morning and going, Oh, no, it's Valentine's Day, and I forgot. (laughs) I think you're right. (laughs) Yeah, everybody's paying such close attention to the Super Bowl that, yeah, kind of got lost a little. Valentine's Day really got lost this year. And I tell you, you know, people are saying, oh, gee, what do I do now? Well, what you do now is, you know, you run out to the store, and you try to get some flowers, and you try to get a card, and they're almost out of everything. And then – you see the prices on the roses because it's crazy. It is crazy what's yeah. happened with the roses this year. At a at a major florist, if you go to a local florist, and we have some wonderful florists uh, here in the Cincinnati area, uh, we're talking a dozen long stem roses, close to a hundred dollars, close to a hundred dollars wow. a range 
for what do they usually go for? It's been a long time since I bought a dozen roses. When you know, yeah, what? they they used to be like sixty, seventy dollars okay. just a couple of years ago. Uh, now we're talking a hundred bucks for a dozen long stem. And is you know, it inflation? It be, you know, is it supply chain? What's the problem? Do we here? buy them from it's China? Everything. It's everything. It's <laughs> no, it's the supplies. Uh, they don't have. They can't get enough workers in the warehouses to trim them and everything. You know, you've heard the the story over and over with everything this past year. So now it's with the roses. So if you're looking for those long ones, even I tell you, you even go to you know Kroger or Target or Walmart, thinking I'll you know I go there because it's so much cheaper. It's not. You can still spend seventy bucks there. Uh, it, you know to to grab them. So it, it's pricey. What well, the thing to do though to keep the cost down is get a mixed arrangement i don't know about about you jen but you know most ladies i know you get a mixed arrangement with some lilies some carnations a few roses i mean and, and they love them i've yeah. never i've never heard anyone complain when they got a mixed arrangement say oh i didn't get a dozen long stem roses with baby's breath yeah i also <laughs> like the plants you know that are like plants plants that are actually going to live more yeah. than a couple of weeks if you know yeah. hopefully uh, yeah, tulips. Uh, tulips, they, you know, you, you give a, a, a you know, thing of, a bowl of tulips that mm-hmm. have the bulb. Yeah. And they're very pretty because they're just starting to bloom today. And then, uh, you know, in another two weeks, you go out and you plant them in the yard and then right. they come back next year. So there are a lot of, lot of other options besides just going out and getting those dozen roses uh, because they, they can't be expensive. I'll say they have uh, these these small roses, they, there's, they are a lot cheaper, half the price for a smaller rose. So if you want a dozen, you can get those, and those work as well. So, you know, get out there. The, I think the one thing you'll find, because I was, I was in Kroger yesterday, uh, the one thing you're going to find slim pickings on are the cards. Mm. Oh, yeah, The good yeah. cards. Yeah, you know, you go to the card rack for Valentine's Day today, you know, and two-thirds of it is empty. And it's like, oh, gee, what well, do I do? <laughs> I had to make a Kroger run about a week and a half ago. And thank God, like, when Kroger does a theme, whether it's back to school or Halloween or Valentine's, and they take up those entire aisles and they, they break out all the cards, like, you know. I mean, it hits you upside the head. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's a nice reminder. That's a good time to just grab the card while you're there and thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, exactly. think about how tomorrow all the floral discounts you'll be able to take advantage of. <laughs> Honey, yeah, maybe we should push uh, Valentine's Day back a day. Yeah, this year they should have because of the Super Bowl. But I tell you, if your sweetheart doesn't mind getting something tomorrow, jewelry will be on sale, flowers <laughs> will be you know 80% off. Now, the problem is if you wait a day, uh, Jeff, you might have to sleep in the garage tonight. And it's going to be cold. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) So get out there to the store. Look for those mixed arrangements to save a little bit of money. And as I always say, don't waste your money. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Happy Valentine's Valentine's Day to you, John. Q102, good morning. Q102, good morning. Who's this? (laughs) Good morning, Jeff. This is Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Nicole at 20. Hi. Also... (laughs) <laughs> so, morning, Jen. Huh? Hey, good morning, Jen. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm nervous, but I'm holding it together. I know, I know, right? Okay. Well, we got $6,000 on the line. You heard the latest clues. Based on the previous clues and guesses, you feeling fairly confident? 
Well, I was until I just heard the clue in the middle of calling. So oh, geez. Uh, I think I'm a little thrown off, but I will still go with what I had initially. Okay. Right. Go with that. Okay. Um, so I think it is Jeff French, Tim filming <laughs> at the QO Studios in the. I guess it's the dining room with Chef Choice catering, and there was a kind of, there was a pop of champagne, and then just opening up a can of beer. Well, I'm I'm having such a hard time hearing and understanding. Yeah, you. what did you say after the Chef's Choice catering? Okay, let me let me say no. It's the, I think it's the Jeff and Jen morning crew. It's at the B105 Studios, the Q102 Studios, in the dining room with Chef Choice catering, showing them what could be done for Valentine's Day um, with somebody, I want to say it was Fritch, drinking champagne. Okay. 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 Because Chef's Choice Catering was here a few days ago. Yep. Right? So you think, it, Friday, you think it was the morning show in the Q102 studios in our kitchen when Chef's Choice Catering was here for Valentine's Day and Fritch is drinking champagne? Yes. And, and initially I said Jeff was popping um, a can of soda. Oh, All right. So Jeff's okay. opening up some pop and, and Fritch is drinking champagne. Okay. Yes. Love all the detail. You are not correct. Mm. Uh, I figured. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well, we're going to do it again at 940 this morning. So, yeah. Call us back then. We'll play again. $6,000. Yep. And think about that clue. Think about that clue. We gave you a clue. Yep. Ponder it. Number 14. <laughs> Google it. I know. She just kind of looked at Tim like, I don't know. What it is. <laughs> 752. Weather-wise, uh, decreasing clouds, highs in the mid-30s, and mostly clear tonight, and then sunshine tomorrow. A little warmer, too. We'll see a high around 48. So Veronica is looking for a second date update today with a guy named Aaron, and she's going to kind of walk us through it. Hi, Veronica. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Let's start from the beginning. How did you meet Aaron, and how was the first date? Um, well, I met him through a mutual friend, and I love second date update. And honestly, I'm kind of excited to be doing one. Oh, good! <laughs> I mean, good attitude. Yeah, I wish I didn't have to, but anyways, it's cool. I'm happy to be talking to you. Um, so I met him at our kids' soccer practice. His ex-wife usually brings the kids, but he showed up one week, and I noticed him. And then it was about, like, another month before I saw him again, and we were just talking, and then he asked for my number. Okay. And we started talking that same night. We talked every day for, like, a week before he picked me up, and we went to dinner, and everything was good, like, really good. We had a great time, great conversation, and he was completely nice and sweet. Um, and he ordered a nice bottle of wine, and I'm always really impressed when a guy knows about wine. And I really don't know what else to tell you. He's a really good guy. I didn't do anything really stupid or offensive. I, at least I don't, like, think I did. Right. Um, but that's what you guys are here for, to help me figure it out. Because um, the date ended with a hug at my door, 
And I had a sitter, and my kids were inside, so I didn't invite him in, and everything went great, so I don't know. So I hope you guys can help. Well, how did the hug at the door feel? It felt great. It was tight. It was kind. Like, it, it felt like he was interested. Okay. I'm always confounded, you know, and I've just, I just never have a guess anymore because you just don't know. How many of these, how many calls have we made? Oh, I, listen, I secretly, I'll have like a theory or have an idea of what it is, and then it, it never is even close. Are you ever right? No. No. Well, no. rarely. There's been one. <laughs> rarely. Okay. Well, Veronica, is there anything else you think that we need to know before we take the break and call them? No, I don't think so. All right. Then why don't we do just that? We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call Aaron, see what he thought of his date with you, and where he sees you two moving forward. A second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102. All right, Veronica met Aaron at her kid's soccer practice, and they had a great dinner, wonderful time together, fantastic conversation. He's a nice, sweet guy. There was a strong, nice, strong hug at the door at the end of the night. She thought it went great. Can't understand why this guy's not calling her back. And Veronica's had some time to think over the break. You, you haven't considered any other clues or any other giveaways that you think might be preventing him from calling him back. You don't you don't think he's involved with anyone else? He's on a long business trip or anything like that? No, not at all. All right. You ready to call him up? Yeah, I'm a little nervous. I know. You said you love second date updates. Yeah. <laughs> so here's your chance to experience it. I guess so. All right. Hi, is this Aaron? Uh, yeah, who's this? Aaron, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. I hope we didn't wake you up. Oh. <laughs> How are you, uh, man? I, I'm, I'm good. I'm actually doing good. How are you guys doing? We're, you know what? We're doing great. I appreciate you asking. Would you have a few minutes to come on the radio with us? Have a little fun? All right. I mean, yeah, just a few minutes, all right? Yeah, sure. No, we don't want to keep you. Um it's funny. We got a phone call from a mutual friend. She's a fan of yours. Recently mm-hmm. had dinner with her. Do you remember Veronica? Oh, yeah. So what about Veronica? What's, what's... Well, she told us how you met at soccer practice and the, the great dinner you had. She said she loved her conversation with you. You seemed like a super nice guy. She thought you were sweet. Unfortunately, she hasn't seen or heard from you since. I don't know, maybe you've been busy, you've had a lot of stuff going on, but you left a real positive impression on her, and she's beginning to wonder if she did something to somehow repel you. Uh, Jeff, here's the thing. Like, I don't want anybody to take anything the wrong way because she's, like, a very, very nice person. She's obviously a very good person, but I guess for me it was just, like, she was a bit like wound pretty tight. Do do you know what I mean? Like, do you have someone like know somebody who just like completely overreacts to like a situation, you know, like Mm -hmm. something small happens and then there's this like huge, you know, reaction. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Unmeasured responses. Exactly. Exactly. So basically I, I picked her up at her house. We drove to the restaurant and while we're getting out of the car, she can't find her phone. Right. 
I get it. Phones are important or whatever, but I swear to God, it was like her hair was on fire. Like she, she just like totally launched into a panic. She's like, Oh my God, I lost my phone. I can't find it. She's like kind of like screaming. I can't find it. I'm always losing mm-hmm. things. Like right. I don't want to buy another phone. I'm going to lose everything. All my contacts are going to be, all my photos are going to be gone. It just went on and on and on and on. Right. And like the thing was she got in the car, she turned her phone on silent in the car. And then the moment she stepped out, she couldn't find it. So unless she, Threw a phone out of the window on I seventy one. He was in the car. You know. <laughs> yeah. There was nowhere that she'd been no where way. she could have lost You're it. Like, it was just a matter of finding it. Right. Like it, it's not like there's a hole in the bottom of my car. It didn't like fall out somewhere. So, but and she was just like totally freaking out. And look, like I get it. The things are important, but the thing is, is like what I was thinking, and, and maybe this is right or wrong. I don't know. But what I was thinking was like, how does she manage having? A couple of kids under ten years old. Yeah, because mm. it's always a meltdown. And or like, what happens when it's a real problem? Yes, yeah, exactly. How and big I'm is like, the freak out? And I'm like, I've got a couple kids under ten. I need to take care of them. I can't can't take care of you when you're having a meltdown. So like, I need somebody calm. I need somebody collected, slow heartbeat, slow moving. <laughs> just somebody relaxed who, who doesn't lose their mind. So yeah. it just. It just wasn't a fit for me. She's totally nice, but it just wasn't right for me. Do you right. think the devil's advocate, because I'm a pretty laid-back, calm guy, but every once in a while, I'll have a little outburst when it's been a bad day and I can't control my emotions. Scorpio problems. <laughs> well, look. And then you just I, listen, let it all I, out. Could it have just been like a really crappy day for her and you just happened to be there on know, that day? That's well, totally possible, but here's what I'll say. Expensive. That's a weird way to let it out on the first date. You know, save that for maybe a couple of months of dating or whatever. And second off, the rest of the date was fine. It wasn't like we sat down and she was like, oh, my God, I got fired. Oh, my God, my grandma died. It was just like totally back to normal. You know what I mean? All right. Well, All right, let, let let's, let's let Veronica weigh in on this. Veronica, I know you're okay. chomping at the bit. You're listening quietly in the background. Go ahead with your point. Well, it was a brand new iPhone and it was expensive. Yeah. I totally get phones are expensive, but it was in the car. It was on the floor. There was just like absolutely no reason to go bananas over it. It was literally on the floor. Okay, he's exaggerating. Um, This is just some kind of excuse because I wasn't going crazy. Like it's he's just not being honest. All right. I mean, if that's what you think, that's totally fine. But yeah, it's definitely. Were there any other examples, Aaron? That indicated to you maybe she doesn't respond proportionately to the little things that while we were eating there were just those little things where like the food wasn't quite right you know and it was just on the cusp but i could tell we were in more public situation so there was other things where i was like i just feel like this is going to blow up again right and i just was like i just don't want to do this i don't have the energy for this all right, just different temperaments. I think this would fall under the umbrella of temperament. Rolling down the highway at a different speed. Yeah. Different intensity levels. Yeah, I mean, I know both kinds of people. I know the ones that freak out over everything and those that aren't bothered by anything. Even if it didn't feel crazy to you, <laughs> Veronica, you know, it, it's yeah. all relative, you know. Your reaction is, even if you didn't think it was a huge reaction compared to how he handles it, it is. Yeah, I guess we're just different people. Fair enough. But, Aaron, we appreciate you taking the call. Thanks for coming on Second Date Update. We always appreciate that when people are willing to 
participate and play along. And Veronica, I hope this doesn't taint your view of Second Date Update after now experiencing it, <laughs> having know. it end this way. I was thinking the same thing. No, I won't. I still love you guys. Best of luck to you moving forward, and thanks to you both again for coming on Second Date Update. So if we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Hey, Marie, how are you? I'm good. How are you this morning? We're not doing too bad. Did you take the day off as so many no, people did? Actually, yeah, no, I actually came in after the loss. So Yeah, yeah that's because you didn't stay up getting drunk after the game and partying like a crazy person. This is true. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was kind of thinking after the loss like oh you know it would have been great to have today off if we had won right but after losing i was like i don't know in hindsight that doesn't seem like the greatest idea it feels like it feels nice to be around other people who are suffering i may as well go into work misery loves company right yes (laughs) so you're on the job today what kind of work do you do i work in shipping yeah well yeah. We're going to try to win you $1,000, Marie. We sure right. are, Marie. Let's make it happen. That would make things feel pretty good today, wouldn't it? Yes, it would, especially with my tired brain today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right oh, I know. Is. So true. What was your favorite snack from yesterday, Marie? Um, the nachos. Oh, nachos. those nachos were good, huh? Yes, they did you, were. Did you make them or did someone else make them? Someone else made them. Mm. <laughs> Sour cream or guac? Sour cream and guac. Yes, both. You had yeah. both? <gasps> yeah. Nice. That's pretty good. That's out. That's awesome. Yeah, Krista made guacamole yesterday. It was excellent. Very nice. Very nice. All right. So you know the rules here. You're gonna have thirty seconds to answer ten questions that begin with the letter of the day that Jeff is pulling out of an envelope right now. All Don't right. repeat any of your answers and uh pass quickly. That really is the, the key to winning this thing. And you got okay. a great letter. You got the letter S. Ah. As in Super Bowl. That's right. <laughs> And if you and if you swear, oh, mm. I got the dump button over you here. You got the dump button okay. ready. Yep. All right. So, I'll put thirty seconds on the clock. <laughs> hope you're enjoying your day off, everyone. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, the rest of the staff here they don't have to come in until what ten. Yeah, that was a nice email to get. Yeah. yeah. We're never included in it because, yeah, I think Jeff even didn't you take it to the top and ask if that meant we could come in an hour and a half late. Yeah. So, Marie, I I said to my boss, my my timing wasn't great in bringing this up because it was right in the middle of my yearly employee performance review. (laughs) I probably should have waited to bring this up. But I said, hey, you know, since all the school systems like Cincinnati Public and Indian Hill and Sycamore and all these are taking the day off and a lot of businesses are either taking the day off or opening late, I said, as a show of solidarity, I said, maybe we should take the day off. And keep in mind, you know, I lost most of January. I was out because of COVID and plus I had this vacation, this pre-planned vacation. And so uh, she was like, you weren't even here through most of January. Are you high? We probably should have let Tim ask that one. That's true. Yeah. So here we are. We'll plan better next time. She said, you have to be here to celebrate with the city when we win. I said, no, definitely. If we win, then I'll (laughs) definitely come in. But if we lose, she said, if we lose, you need to be there to console the city. I don't know what what kind of job we're doing this morning so far, but. Yeah. Hmm? 
a great job. Here we are. We're doing our best. Doing our yep. best, Marie. All right. Okay, Marie's got to get back to work. We got to get this. All right, all right, right, right. Let's get into the feeling of the S. Can you get into the feel of the letter S? <laughs> all right. I won't start the timer S. until Jen is finished asking the first question. Okay, here we go with the letter S. Name something you said while watching the Bengals in the Super Bowl. S H I T. Something brown. Uh, sugar. A vacation spot. Uh, South Florida. Something frozen. Uh, Super Bowl. Something pink. Uh, swans. A flower. Uh, pass. A love song. Uh, sweet Caroline. A Valentine's gift. Uh, sweets. Something chocolate. Uh, Snickers. Something romantic. Uh, a song. Oh, wow. You did great, Marie. Yeah, you did really good. You really did. That 30 seconds went fast. Yeah, it did. It did, but oh, well. It's a flower that starts with S. Huh. I don't know. I can't think I'm of thinking anything. I, I, me either. Something frozen <laughs> and something And you know pink. there's a thousand flowers out there that do begin with a letter S, and we yeah. just can't think of it right, right now. Yeah. Something frozen you could have gone with steak. Ah, yeah. Oh, sake would have been good. Are yeah. there pink swans? I put a question mark by that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. The ones they stick in your yard are pink. No, those are flamingos. Those are flamingos. Oh, those are flamingos. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Sweet Caroline, Sweets, Snickers Bar, Song. Yeah, that was pretty you good. Had some so good got, answers there, girl. Nine out of ten. Hmm. That's a pretty... That's a great. That's a great letter. R's and S's. Yep. yep. Snowdrops for flower. A snowdrop. snowdrop. There you go. <laughs> well, we hope you have a lovely Monday, Marie. And you do the same. <laughs> we'll talk again Take care. soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Take bye. care. Bye. Okay. Nachos. She made skyline dip. We had skyline dip yesterday. Yeah. She made uh, a great guac. Nice. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, we got Eli's barbecue oh, yesterday. Nice. Cool. Yep. Got some ribs, some chicken. We got some leftovers too. So, oh, yeah. Good. You're last. gonna have a wonderful day as well yep. today. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite snack from yesterday? My sister-in-law's cake. She made a Bengals cake. Oh, wow. oh, look at that. That looks great. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Send me some weekend pics. I need a post for Facebook. Okay. I'll post that up you there. You got it. Oh, there you go. It was so good. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I took my mom to Longhorn for lunch. Yeah, how was that? <laughs> Yesterday? <laughs> that Parmesan crusted chicken, let me tell you, it's a hit in my family. <laughs> Sunflower. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Sunflower. <laughs> Sunflower. There you go. Thank Duh. you, Linda. Yeah. Uh, was Longhorn busy? A little bit, not bad. We didn't have to wait, but yeah, I went to Finley Market to pick up the Eli's, and it was jamming. Oh yeah, yeah. People Everybody were getting was ready to party, hanging out. Yeah, they had outdoor entertainment, and mm-hmm. it was it was tough to find a parking space. So it's yeah. good to see that. Yep. Streetcar was jam packed. People were shuttling back and forth all over the place. So, yeah, it looked like the banks was rocking. Oh yesterday. my goodness! Yeah, so uh, Kristen had to go down there. To drop off her son, who was in town, and yeah, that was a, that looked like a bleep shit, you know, in a good way. I mean, it was good to see the crowds down right. there, but man, it was so freaking cold, and seeing all these folks standing outside in the freezing and the lines for the bars. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean early yesterday morning they were lining up, and NBC was showing the Holy Grail. Yeah, and it's so it's so cool to see Jim Mooring, the owner. Isn't that to great? See, yes, our friend on national television. I mean, see, he's been on a bunch the past few weeks. 
Yeah, it's been and, cool. And the banks hasn't exactly been a cakewalk for a lot of the businesses down there. So it's nice to see it doing well now yeah. after the last couple of years. Absolutely. It is 830 with Jeff and Janet, Cincinnati's Q102. Another check on the Rose. Would have loved a different outcome at the Super Bowl yesterday, yeah. but uh, we're optimistic this is the first of many Super Bowl appearances. Valentine's Day. The tradition is we give each other those big red hearts filled with the gamble chocolate. Have you ever eaten any chocolate of those big red hearts with any confidence? Mm-hmm. Well, this could either be really good or totally nasty. And I'm just big enough to find out. Ah, I got the one filled with toothpaste. I'm going to have to eat another nine to get rid of that flavor. There's the big red hearts filled with the gamble chalk out of the tiny chalk heart-shaped antacids. I know I make you nauseous. Here's a Tums with Hug Me written on it. Maybe that'll help. Jim Gaffigan with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, Heather brought in uh, some chocolates from Aglamisi's and, you know, it was the, in that heart-shaped box with all the assorted chocolates, and it actually had a like a little diagram, like a little map with it that told you what was what. So good. So that you're not taking a bite into one and then, oh, I don't like that one, and then put yeah. it back. <laughs> or Heather was saying her mom would take her thumb... Yeah. And press into it so she could get an idea of what it oh, was. Oh, yeah. And if it was I know people. Yeah. yeah. That would do it. And you'd look then in the box and all that's left are ones with huge thumbprint smushes in the right. middle. Yeah. So you got to get the ones that have the map. Yep. The diagram. Love the maps. Yeah. Very helpful. It is uh, Monday, <laughs> the 14th, February of 2022. We are Jeff and Jen. And here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you have a goal, I guess it makes sense to create a plan to accomplish it as soon as possible, but this seems a little too impatient. They did a study on bucket lists, you know, all the things that you want to accomplish in life. Mm -hmm. And the average person, according to this study, has 11 things on their bucket list. Wow, that's quite a few. Stuff they want to do before they die. Because they're pretty big things usually when you make a bucket list. It's not like, you know... Going to King's Island for us here, right? It's right. something that's a little more challenging to achieve. Exactly. You know, maybe uh, maybe I want to go skydiving or, you know, I want to see the Eiffel Tower, whatever that is for you. And the average American has 11 things of that sort on their bucket list. And the average person wants to have all of those things checked off by the age of 47. <laughs> Oh, so then they get to kick back and relax a little bit. <laughs> I guess. Twenty three percent of people say they would check off more of these items on their bucket list if they had more free time, which is one problem with trying to finish two decades before you retire. And twenty two percent said they'd complete more of them if they had more money. Uh, for those with some money, you know, a little bit of cash, mm-hmm. a little disposable income. About half said they would be willing to drop between $1,000 and $5,000 to experience one of those things on their bucket list. Okay. You guys got anything big on your bucket list? 
You know, I've kind of done most of the stuff on there. I mean, for me, it was mostly related to travel. And in previous surveys, people seem to have a lot of travel and adventurous activities on their bucket lists. You know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe you want to climb a mountain. Whew. Or hike a really long trail. None or of, stuff that you can do, like, before you're physically unable to. Yeah. Right. None of the things on my list have anything to do with physical activity. No. No. What do you got? I can't think of anything specific. But it's like, Jeff, a lot of travel. Like, yeah. I want to go to Europe and actually spend time not rushing. Uh-huh. You know, like, go for two weeks with time to just adventure and explore without a tight timeline. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so I, years ago, I made a note in my phone for my bucket list. And some things I've done and some things I haven't. Like, one thing I want to do is I would like to go to Japan. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that yet. Uh, I'd like to take an Alaskan cruise someday. I haven't mm-hmm. done that. And I'm not a cruise ship guy by any stretch of the imagination, but... I hear those are amazing. I, I would do the that. The Alaskan thing. Yeah, I'm not a cruise guy either, but I have done the Alaskan cruise. Super cool. Yeah. Because you you see glaciers and it's 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 less touristy and more natural sort of stuff. I would love that. That makes sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to drive what's left of Route 66 from one end to the other. I've been talking about that for Forever. years. Been, but I need time to do that. I can't do that in a It's not a two-week I don't want to rush that. I'm like, yep. How long yep. would it take? Well, for me to do it right and be able to hit all the stops and take all the pictures and really kind of immerse myself in it, I would like two weeks. It's probably more than I need. Mm-hmm. I could probably do it in a week to ten days. but Really? I, I would have thought time. longer than that. But I suppose most of these places you're not going to you're just going to stop in and say, hey, and then keep yeah. on driving. Take a picture of the big dinosaur and the ball of yarn yeah. and the Cadillacs that are yeah. in, all that stuff. But part of that is not having, like, necessarily a huge itinerary, right? It's just right. kind of like the adventure of, let's stop. Let's go. You know what? Yeah. Let's veer off on this road. It's not what we were thinking, but let's see where the hell's down there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm with I you. Want. I want to do a lot of that, too. And I feel like I need at least two weeks to do it. And people who know that about me are so great because they always give me, like, the latest Route 66 guidebook as mm-hmm. a form of encouragement. <laughs> nice. You go, boy. Yeah. Haven't done it yet. Someday. Um, I don't know. I always thought it'd be cool to, like, go to Park City, Utah. Like, there are people who vacation, like Joe across the hall. He goes to Park City every year. But I'd like to go to the Sundance Film Festival because we love movies. Sure. That, that be would fun. be a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to Italy, so I, I was able to knock that off. Mm-hmm. Um, done wine country. I always wanted to go to like Napa Valley. So mm-hmm. mm-hmm. finally got to do that. Um, oh, I went to Memphis. I've always wanted to visit the Sun Recording Studio where Elvis made so many of his famous hits. Mm-hmm. That was huge. I was able to cross that off my bucket list. Um, always wanted to go to Joshua Tree National Park. Nice. I've gotten to do that, but I still want to visit Mount Mount Rushmore, which Fritch tells me I'll be disappointed. It's very cool, but it is not as grand as it looks in very, very cool drone footage up close on a big blue sky. Yeah. But it is very cool. And there's other cool things to do nearby. Like yeah. you can drive through other national parks where there's like just buffalo roaming around and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That would be cool. Um, you know, I'd love to go to Yellowstone. I haven't done that yet. Monument Valley. I'd love to be an extra in a Hollywood movie. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? That would be. That would be a lot of fun. Even even if I had like one speaking line. Where, yeah. Check, please. 
I'll tell you what, it's exhausting on the set, though, because I was an extra on the Party of Five once. The TV show. And the TV show, Party of Five. And it, it's, it's a long day. It's a very long day. I know. We have so many film productions that come to Cincinnati, and I just... I can't believe you've never gotten yourself into one of those. Well, it requires me to take time off of work and... Yeah. You got a headshot? I've been taking... You got no, a resume? I don't. I don't have a headshot. I don't have a resume. You probably I have no need that acting credits experience or experience, whatsoever. really. So, yeah. But that would be really cool. Yeah. You know, just one movie, an extra where, like, you can actually see me and I don't wind up on the cutting room floor. Just once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if it's for, like, five seconds. Wouldn't that be fun? It, yeah, it's fun to see yourself because you, you then go to the movie and you watch and watch. What's, and what then would it'll suck. always be there. It'll be there forever. Yeah, you hope that you get in the shot because that's what would really suck is you're an extra in the film and then you go to the movie and they've cut your scene. That's or happened to friends never, of mine. Yeah, or you never end up on screen. Yeah. Yeah, what was the premiere that we... Oh, it was uh, Eyes of March, the oh, one with... That's such a good movie. George Clooney and... Uh-huh. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Right. And so a buddy of mine was an extra in that movie and he was at the premiere... And I think I sat in the row behind him, and you know we're waiting for waiting Wait to see to him, see him. For, <laughs> and it never came. Ugh. And he was so you could tell he was really disappointed. Bummed. Well, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So that would be really cool. That would be. But I don't know. Like wanting to knock out your bucket list by the age of forty-seven. Just seems well, maybe like your current bucket list. I bet once you hit forty-seven, you're going to come up with some new things. I would think that your bucket list would continually evolve, that there's always going to be something coming up that's like, oh, man, that would be really cool to do. Like maybe a lot of people now after watching the Super Bowl last night are like, the next time the Bengals are in the Super Bowl, I want to go. You know, I had that thought. I did have that thought. That next time you're going to want to go? Yeah. Because we got very excited. We've been living vicariously through Fritch. And we haven't heard from her since the end of the game last night. Not a peep. And I totally get it. She's probably, she might be, I don't know if she'd be up yet. But yeah, yeah, I mean, watching her and just everything that she's been doing the past few days and just everything leading up to, I think it would be exciting. And if, assuming this is the first of many Super Bowl appearances with Mm -hmm. our Joe Burrow Mm -hmm. and our... Mm-hmm. You know, Incredible team, improving mm-hmm. offensive line. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, she had to go to the first one. She had. I mean, had there to was, go to that. that had to be hers. Yeah. But next time, that might be fun. Kristen's kind of not blasé about it. I mean, she's definitely a Bengals fan, but you know, we had other stuff going on, and she's actually been to a Super Bowl before, so yeah. it wouldn't be new. It wouldn't be anything new. new for her, right? But that would be fun. I would like to go maybe next time. Hey, maybe we can all go. We can all go to Arizona next year. We'll take the show live. Yeah. <laughs> well, all the local TV stations were there. Well, we are your home of the third best Bengals coverage. That's right. That's right. Did you see all the local talent, though, like all the local TV anchors and reporters broadcasting from yeah. Los Angeles? Right about like day three, they all looked sunburned to me. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day. Anybody? Anybody love Valentine's Day? Who here hates Valentine's Day? Yes! Yes! These are my people! Woo! Yes! I hate that. If Cupid were here, I'd rip off his wings and punch him in the diaper. Let's go. Yeah. 
Let me tell you why I hate Valentine's Day. Because a few years ago, on Valentine's night, I thought I would have a nice romantic evening in with a lady. But little did I know that that same night, her ex-boyfriend thought he would try to win her heart back. And being the sweet, romantic guy that he is, he thought the best way to do this would be to get all coked up. And then jump through a window and try to murder me. <laughs> Don't woo that. <laughs> I know you fellas are thinking, like, why didn't I think of it? I know. There's always next year. Because you know what? It works. They're still together. It's great. Uh, don't feel sorry for me, though, because, you know, I got a cash settlement out of the deal. And I'll tell you this right now. Getting stabbed actually pays better than comedy. So... Doug Millard, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati is Q102. I guess it's good that we have Valentine's. You know, for those of us who are excited about Valentine's, I like Valentine's Day. It's not mm-hmm. like it's a huge thing, but it's... I got a little surprise this morning when I got up and went and got my keys in my wallet to go to the car. There were three little baby roses and a, a bottle of vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> That Isn't was that very nice. nice. That's nice. <laughs> There's those gummy vitamins you love. It's very. <laughs> I know this is not everybody's favorite holiday, but I I enjoy it. I why yeah. the, what's the need to hate on it? You know, right? Just you know, if you like to celebrate, it's an excuse to tell the people that you love and care about that you love and care about them. So especially after yesterday, right? Yeah, we need a little mm-hmm. cheer up. We do. I know. I would not say that the loss was a devastating loss. It was a bummer. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. I mean, so close. Right the there. The season right concluding there. at the Super Bowl, though, that was incredible. Amazing. The future yeah. is bright. And yes. we have a ton of amazing shirts for next season. We sure do. That's so funny. <laughs> Boy. It hurts. You know, we put a lot of work into going out there and executing and performing well, and it didn't turn out the way we wanted. So, you know, it's disappointing. So, what's next, JB? We're a young team. You know, you'd like to think that back in this situation you know, multiple times over the next course of the next few years so you know we take this and you know let, let it fuel you for the rest of our careers yeah let it fuel you remember yeah. how this feels right exactly he was a little emotional you could see towards the end he's bummed yeah i get it i don't know if you have that <sighs> evan mcpherson audio too but he was a little teary-eyed when speaking after the game, he as wanted well. a shot there at the end. Yeah, he did. Yeah, this season was definitely special. Um, this team is special, and you know we fought until the end. Um, unfortunately, we just didn't capitalize there at the end. But um, but yeah, you know, I mean, I'm so proud of this team and how they fought. And uh, you know, we're just gonna you know build off of this and you know kind of take it into the next season. This is gonna be the goal we're kind of working for. Yeah, everyone who spoke, even. Uh, even the coach just, you know, had that air of being disappointed, but that hope of, you know, we can do great things again. Yeah. That was kind of the message I took away from everybody who spoke, Trey Hendrickson, um, the coach, a couple other guys up there. They were in it till the end. Yeah. Well, and think of how much sweeter it's going to be when we win the Super Bowl next year, <laughs> because we'll be reflecting back on this year and how we were feeling. And- mm-hmm. It, it'll be the first Super Bowl win in franchise history. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, we had to go there once and get a feel for the place. Exactly. <laughs> Just kind of get you know, kind of get used to everything that comes along with it. Right. Like that really long halftime. That's got to be annoying. And just how long it takes even for the game to get started, for crying out loud. How many songs are they going to sing? How many people are they going to bring out onto the field? How long do they have to stand there and wait for the freaking coin toss? Let's get on with it, people. Yeah, Fritz was saying that the TV time, you know, for to accommodate all those Super Bowl ads, you really feel it when you're mm-hmm. in the stadium. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, you feel it anyway at any given NFL game. But, you know, they say they say for the Super Bowl, uh, that you really feel it because mm-hmm. there is so much going on, yeah, and so much behind the scenes preparation. That's got to be hard, you know, for the players. Just all of those long pauses in the action. Yeah, because there's something to be said for momentum. Yeah, come on, man, we're just getting Let's into a groove. Let's go, yeah. And uh, shout out to Al Michaels, who uh, gave us. I think he gave us a little shout out. Sweet. Yesterday during the game. Match made and having the two get together every morning at 6 o'clock over a ton of stuff. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.